great song. Uh, David Bowie and Sound of Vision and a little curious fact about that song. The backing vocals are by Mary Hopkin. Remember her? Those were the days. OK, it's 12 minutes past two. It is the one, two, three show. James Ross in for Noreen uh, this week. And uh, it's time for our chinwag on a Thursday lunchtime. And uh, we've got on the line Sadia. How are you, Sadia? I'm all right, thank you very much. Good afternoon to you. <laughs> <laughs> nice to speak to you on the on the air, and uh, always good to chat about a variety of subjects on the One yeah. Two Three Show Chinwag. <laughs> yeah, what's going on in your life at the moment, Sadie? How's things? Well. Well, with bike, I tend to kind of look at subjects and I think, okay, is this kind of something that people are talking about? And obviously, you know, this week, Olympic fever has sort of settled down and mm. we can reflect back at some of the great achievements and some of the great headlines. And it was absolutely fantastic. Um, but, you know, when you are watching sports, um, it is a lot to do with, you know, looking at the skills and expertise of the people who are involved. And, you know, one of the headlines that kind of got my attention, which I thought would be interesting just to have a, a quick chin wag about is on the 21st of July the Norwegian uh, women's beach handball team were fined and I think quite a few people are aware of this obviously were fined about 1,500 euros um, by the European Beach Handball Championships for mm. breaking the sports strict uniform rules now I don't know about you but um, you know I've kind of gone around and you know the moment I mention beach you know handball women's beach handball mm. to a few men I've done little surveys three or four men I've actually said oh, what do you think of this and you know the first thing and no offense to anybody out there the first thing I saw was this wonderful smile that appeared on their face when I mentioned it which which you know when you are watching beach handball and these ladies are dressed in these little bikinis and stuff okay you know so so that was the reaction i got but the whole thing about this was that um you know the dress code for female players they said that they should wear bottoms that do not cover more than 10 centimeters on any sides oh. with a close fit and cut on an upward angle towards the top of the leg um, it's essentially, you know, a bikini top and bottom. Very specific. And in contrast, yes, absolutely. And I was thinking, well, 10 centimetres on any side, that's pretty, like, small, isn't it? I mean, and then in contrast, the men's handball uniform is a vest and long shorts. Mm. Now, even just, just looking at that kind of description, I would have thought that, frankly, and, and they are playing, there is sand, you know, and, you know, I can imagine that, God, if you're wearing this skimpy little thing, I'm sure the sand is not going to really, it's going to get to all sorts of places. So so that in itself is an inconvenience, frankly. But, you know, this has, it did, the actual story attracted a lot of sort of sympathetic outrage from women across the world who said that, you know, these were sexist rules about the uniform. And the European um, Handball Federation, they should be fined. They, this is the thing that they should be fined for sexism. And even the um, singer Pink, who's the American singer and songwriter, she, um, you know, got out there and, and gave her support and said she would actually pay all the fines yeah. for the Norwegian athletes. So, so just looking at the subject, I was just, I just thought it'd be interesting just to have a quick chinwag about it to mm. think that, well, you know, the moment you mention, um, you know, is this about, is this about sort of a rule that is more towards the whole marketing aspect of this, of this sport and is about titillation, is about objectification, like, you know, as a, now, you know, as a man, James, um, you know, have you watched the handball team? 
Uh, I I have watched them, yes, and I've watched the the beach volleyball as well. Um, uh-huh. And yeah, no, look, I suppose for a, for a man, there is some element of wanting to see what you see, and I suppose there's some element of wanting to see <laughs> what, what you see on a beach, because of course, I guess these sports came out of uh, people playing this yeah, on the beach at some point. Off like that. Yeah, and I suppose yes, one yeah. one one thought is, you know, why did it start off like that? And I suppose perhaps you know are these the normal garbs both men and women that um that folks wear on on the beach um on the beach mm, yeah yeah mm. but i suppose you know when it comes into you know my personal opinion I, is that i suppose when it comes into sort of you know you you're you're out there competing with others and stuff i suppose as long as what you are whether you are male or female as long as what you are wearing is not sort of making you uncomfortable or attracting any attention, which you don't really. I mean, the whole focus is about, you know, any any sport in the Olympics is about skills and expertise. Hmm. Is about how you are playing that game. Absolutely. And 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 anything that you're wearing shouldn't be cumbersome. I mean, if there is um if there's a thing that somebody can say that well actually if I'm wearing a bikini top and bottom it's much more comfortable in the environment that I'm in and I'm quite mm. happy in it and I think it's all about uh, the key word here is probably choice isn't it in terms of uh, you know the the athlete should be able to make a choice but obviously they made a choice here and and then the uniform rules sort of came in hard and fast and said no you can't do that but uh, you know you wonder that you know sometimes some of the popularity of some of these games you know some of these things like this for instance you know it might be pulling in a good crowd too because it is uh, yeah it might be pleasing to the eye for some or whatever but i suppose you know going back you know i was just looking into some of the the history and sports just some of the kind of things where you know people especially women's attire has changed and supposedly in 2011 the badminton world federation they got heavy criticism after insisting that all the female players wear wear a skirt or a dress in in order to ensure attractive presentation that's what they kind of called it okay and 2000 and 2018 so the french tennis player elise cornet was given a code violation after changing her shirt on the sideline and and i think what she did was that she had a sports bra on and stuff and then she took her shirt off and gave it to somebody in the crowd and and she changed her shirt on the side of the u.s open and that was again criticized because again she's a woman and she was doing that um and then there was kind of a, a tournament that accused her of unsportsmanlike behavior before eventually issuing a public apology and you know obviously they were regretted after they did I mean, because they were lots, saying that quite there's lots of issues here i mean you know what, what would have happened if a man had taken his top off yeah. um you know yeah. and he would be bare-chested presumably uh but presumably yeah. that would also violate the rules so there's there's a thing here about about violating rules isn't there and, and then there's a separate yeah. thing as to whether the rules are fair it's male or female Mm. Yeah, yeah, mm. that's right. And then the male players often change their shirts, and they, you know, they reveal their pair torsos, as you said, you know. So it's a matter of. And then obviously, if you're going back to the 19th century, you know, with upper upper middle class women who were, you know, who were allowed to play lawn tennis and things like that. And again, it said, you know, feminine, modest, and designed to attract a, a potential husband was what they had in mind at the time. But oh, I really? Mean, you know, obviously, times are times. Well, of course, there was, a, there, was a, there was a very fa- there was a very famous art photo poster in the seventies and eighties mm. um, of a female tennis player 
um, which was sold in lots of art shops uh, oh, around yes, the world. Do you remember yes, the one? And, 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 the, yes, and the, yes. her skirt is sort of flicked upwards yes, at the back, and, and you can see, yes, you know, right. part of her bottom cheeks. Very, very famous, yes. and it was it was always sort yes. of thought of sort of thought of in those days, maybe different times, as being sort of art, or was it? Yeah, yeah, I know. I remember that one <laughs> remember clearly, that? actually. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, so I suppose you know, it was really just looking at the subject. And I, and, but I think it's, it is the whole choice thing. But mm. the other thing that came in really was, um, you know, the other news that sort of hit the headlines was this whole thing to do with gymnastics. Because, again, for, firstly, there, there was this, you know, this whole case with Larry Nassar and the scandal and the sexual abuse scandal that took place in the sports, his, in, in sports where, you know, he, his victims, you know, he was he was. Um, treating these girls and abusing them and he was under you know they were under his care and Hmm. as a doctor etc so you know the whole thing again like you know that maybe in gymnastics specifically because we are looking at very young girls who are in there and they're very early you know some of them are incredibly young and in their early teens and stuff and then the the argument was about the whole thing about using a full body suit because I think this year in the Olympics too that some of them were wearing full body suits like leotard type things full body leotards um where other times you know the girls are just wearing the kind of swimming costume type thing when they're doing the gymnastics mm. so i suppose maybe there's just um a kind of rethink about you know some of the rules and some of the attire as long i think the most important thing is that this attire that they use whether it's for you know gymnastics or whatever um is not going to be something that gets in their way when they are doing their sport. Mm. I mean, in that some, in, you know, in some ca- cases, actually, the, the attire that they wear. I'm thinking now of uh, the swimmers. They they actually wear mm. specific swim suits, you know, full body swim suits, because yes, apparently yes. they make you go or let you go faster because the water yes. is, um, you know, it's smoother over the suit than it is over the skin. Um, you yeah. know, so so I suppose things change for that perspective. I'm not sure what the rules are in swimming. Do you do you have to wear a particular kind of thing in swimming, or is there or is it? Um, I don't know. Hmm. Nothing's really ever really said. I think, as you said, you know, so many of these things, whether it's like anything. I suppose it's like swimming and cycling and all sorts that these kind of things that they've got on make a huge difference just to their timing in terms of if it's like streamlined and it's been designed in such a way to to stick to your body that you are going to swim a lot faster. You know, just a few seconds makes a difference. So even if you think of gymnastics, I wonder whether, you know, that the whole grip of what they, you know, the the cloth that they may have in the full leotards, I mean, Mm. there must have been a lot of work done on this in terms of you know what is the most beneficial thing to wear at the time to enhance your performance and i think that's probably what it's about too it's about this whole thing about enhancing your performance and making you better in that area Mm. so going back to say the handball that if these if these women decided to make that decision that no actually i probably feel more comfortable in this vest or in these in these shorts compared to something skimpy which is always you know obviously they've been doing it for years but you know they made that decision maybe that is better for them in terms of the sport that they are doing or or so it would you know would you like to see the men in speedos 
Well, I was just, it's funny, I was having this conversation with my husband about it and I said that, well, you know, in Speedos or little G-strings or whatever, I don't particularly want to. I mean, you know, it's like at the end of the day, I think anyone who's going to watch some of these things, whether it be gymnastics or whether it be handball, I think we're going to watch the, um, I'm not particularly bothered if they're going to, you know, if they're going to wear that, but it might be a bit off-putting. So, (laughs) you know, you're not so much focused on their skills and I'd rather, I'd rather see their skills uh, in their sport, you know. But but are we, are we kidding ourselves? Uh, You know, do, are people watching it (laughs) because of the skills? I mean, you know, they're, in, well, they're watching it because it's the enjoyment of the game. I mean, without doubt, it's, you know, but I, I don't know whether it's, again, it's like choice. Like you should be able to give, the, mm. whether it's men or women, you know, and that's that's equal in both ways that, you know, given the choice as to what they want to wear, if somebody feels absolutely comfortable with that, then go for it. But you shouldn't be made, you shouldn't be forced to, to do that, I think. So maybe that's you know, the, maybe, to, maybe that's what it is. It, it just has to be the flexibility yes. that, as a team or as an perhaps as an individual, you can choose what you wear. Um, but you shouldn't okay. be forced to go one way or the other by the the world's yeah. governing body. Yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely. But I, th- I think also that you know, generally with women or you know, men or whatever. But I think everyone needs to be aware that perhaps certainly when there are younger children like younger kids involved whether it be boys or girls that we probably have a little bit of a responsibility Mm. like in the gymnastic side of things to make sure that they are safe and they aren't they become objects of you know somebody's not going to be looking at them that we are protecting them if they're slightly more vulnerable um after that you know as as athletes get older then it's their free choice as to what they do but you know the gymnastic side of things i think that's that's an area that perhaps you know there should be much more concentration on that but i mean that's just sport i just thought it was an interesting one but i mean you know yes as you say you know tongue-in-cheek lots of people are going to watch it and yes are they going to be looking at the skills no it might just be a fun thing that they're watching as long as everyone is comfortable with that and, and there's no sort of um, you know, negative effects of it as such that people are sort of coerced into wearing something that they don't want to wear. It's an interesting subject, and I think it's one that uh, is going to be talked about uh, for quite some, uh, quite some, for quite some time. Uh, you know, this, yeah, this... maybe some changes will take place. I mean, you know, obviously on the outside of sport, you know, when you look um, just at dress outside, then you know there are probably a number of things that you know women have to deal with. It's funny because you know high heel shoes. I've just had this um, operation on my feet and, and, and high heel shoes are just like such a difficult thing for women. And I, and I think sometimes like, you know, when it comes to attire, there's lots of sort of expectations that you have that, oh, yes, women will wear this, women will wear a dress or women will wear these high heel shoes. And so it's a kind of given that you have to do that. So it's a little bit of an extra pressure. <laughs> so once again, it's like, you know, whether it's in the workplace or in the sports hall, you know, that it's that thing of choice that it shouldn't be something that's kind of judged that no if you don't do that you're not fitting into what everyone else is doing type thing so choice it is important. absolutely always interesting yeah. always <laughs> interesting chinwag uh, Sadia thank you for that uh, um, every Thursday lunchtime on the 123 show uh, Sadia is here yep. um, uh, look forward to next week then uh, Sadia I'm sure you'll thank have thank you very a, much another right, great take subject care. for us take care speak soon thank you thanks a lot see you then bye bye